0: This is Alicia Christian, and welcome to the Eating Me Podcast. Hey, y'all, it's Alicia, and welcome back to the Eating Me Podcast. Y'all, I am so excited because I had Kiara you're on the podcast, and I am so excited to share the conversation I had with her this week. She's an amazing individual and is actually helping individuals heal from childhood trauma. She experienced childhood trauma herself, and now she is utilizing her tools to help others. And it's such a beautiful thing that she's doing. Um, but before I get to that conversation I want y'all to learn a little bit more about Kiara. So Kiara Yore is a renowned author of the books Damage, A Road to Recovery, and Damage. Are you wondering why you can't keep a man? Both are self-healing books about relationships and healing from childhood trauma. As a graduate of the University of South Florida, she holds a bachelor's degree in psychology and a certification as a mental health technician. With a passion for writing and a creative mindset, Kiera is a versatile writer and powerful motivational speaker. She can convey a message that will inspire any audience and you as well. From her blog post to product descriptions, she is capable of delivering content in various niches that will surely motivate any reader and you as well. Y'all, this conversation was amazing. I will not keep you waiting. So without further ado, please welcome Kiara Yore. I am so happy because we have Kiara Yore. You said Yore, right?
1: Yes, Yore.
0: Listen, y'all know how I roll. Sometimes I'm saying things right. Sometimes I'm all over the place, but I am so happy. We have Kiara Yore here on the podcast. Thank you so much for being here today. <laughs>
1: Thank you for having me. Thank you. I'm free. I'm. I'm happy to be here.
0: I am so happy, and it's so funny because I remember yesterday we were talking, and you were saying that I. I must. I think it was. Was it? Um. Oh. Chaw- was it? Um. Baptiste. I think that's who you initially saw. Um. That she was on my podcast. Was that who it was?
1: Um. No. I've. Th- I'm not sure. It, I don't
0: know. The point
1: doctor, of it is one of one of the, oh, one of your Dr. powers. Dr.
0: Shy. Shy. Yeah, there you go. Dr. Mm-hmm. Shy. Oh my yes. gosh, yes. love her. She's amazing. Yes. And yes, also- she is love it. So you saw Dr. Shai's advert for the podcast. And I'm so glad you reached out to be on here because when I like heard about you, I was like, "Uh, I have to have care on the podcast because (laughs) you're doing so many amazing things, especially in the um, vein of like healing. And I think it's so important for Black people to start thinking about how they can heal and not just constantly in survival mode. You know what I'm saying?
1: Yes. 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 And that's what your podcast was on that day. Yeah. And I literally had just did a blog. It was called healing from your traumas. Yeah. So I'm also blogging on my website. So I was like, Oh my God, I was just talking about that through my blog. So that's why I reached out. I like, man, this is definitely an yeah. interesting subject topic platform to be on. So, Yes, I'm very excited for today's conversation.
0: <laughs> yes. And you know, it's crazy to me because I love how things kind of work out, how like energies kind of connect and you, do. you, you can't deny yes. it. It is what it yeah. is. You know what I'm right. So cool. So, in terms of your, your actual story, because I know people are probably like, okay, let's get to the story, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm, uh, but in terms of like just how you got started in healing and, like, being a healer for people, like, where did that actually start with you in in just your journey of, I guess, like, a career, if you want to say it in that way?
1: You know, I guess my journey started when I realized... I had some emotional trauma that I needed to get over from my childhood. And, you know, talking with my husband, he's like my therapist. Because <laughs> I can tell him everything. Right. So, you know, just talking with him, talking with my siblings, realizing that, you know, depression is real, mm-hmm. you know, stress is real, and understanding that, you know, along with those traumas, there's a lot of mental health issues that needed to be addressed. And just going from there, it's like, you know what? I need to release those burdens. Yeah, I need to learn how to release those burdens. I need to come to terms with what's happened to me so that I can transcend to the next level those are the chapters in my book transcendence and elevation because it's like I needed to get from that stagnant point in my life from that sadness so that I can be a better mom to my children be a better wife to my husband so that I can listen so that I can move on from the hurt so that I can blossom into you know this happy flower person that I wanted to be and so just starting from realizing that there were some issues that, you know, got, got hidden that I wasn't addressing and just realizing right. there were things that needed to come to light so that I can move past them, address them. Right. And it just started with, you know, just being after a while being sad a lot. You know, sad about the same thing. Man, why am I sad? Why is this triggering me? Why am I getting into this emotional stagnant place when I get around certain people, you know, realizing that these people are, you know, creating an emotional trauma to me as well. And then just realizing, you know what? There's something that's happening with me that I need to move on from, that I need to get better from. And that's where my journey started.
0: I love that. You know, it's so, when you said that just, Always feeling sad, right? And just not knowing like where is this coming from? I I don't know that many people like question themselves or like start really looking inside themselves and addressing that. I didn't start doing that. I think we talked about this. I didn't start really doing that until like my 40s, really just looking inside myself and trying to figure out what was going on because I was always looking at external stuff, you know.
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, quick.
0: Go
1: ahead. Sorry. No, I was just going to say we're quick to do that. You know, that they say we're quick to judge others, but Mm -hmm. we're reluctant to look into ourselves, look internally. And so that's where that self awareness comes in, you know, about, man. Wow, what, what's going on with me? What do I need to do to get better? What right. can do I need to do to make me feel happy or, you know, to, to help me become, you know, more, you know, open to listening, more open to trusting, more right. open to these emotions other than, you know, what was creating that dark place for me.
0: Right. Yeah. And so in terms of like you starting this process of healing and, and you know, reaching out to people. For healing, you wrote your books first or did you start the healing process like with other people as like a life coach and everything? Like which came first?
1: My healing needed to come first. You can't help anybody until you help yourself, you know? And so my books, writing those books, realizing that, you know, that's where the trauma started through the childhood. So for me, it was getting better first understanding my emotions, get into that happier place, get into that healthier place, and then I can start to help other people. You know, so for me, it started with healing first, writing the book, and then, you know, being that inspiration for others.
0: I love that. And it's wild because I've been, I don't know if I told you about this, but I did this whole um, 12-week program around emotional eating. And realizing through that program, well, not realizing, but through that program, they had what was called somatic meditations, where you um, do these meditations that actually bring up and like release trauma that's you've been holding in your body. Mm-hmm. And doing that, it has like really like changed just the way I look at things. Like I, I didn't realize how much stress and, mm-hmm. and just Sadness, like you said before, was just in my body like that. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I can be yeah. a better person, better mom, better wife, better everything now that mm-hmm. I've done that. And so all that to say, wh- I, what did you do therapy? Like, what did that look like in terms of your healing journey?
1: Yes, yes. Meditation. Mm. Me, I'm more of a holistic person, you know. So for me, it was about not necessarily therapy, you know. Mm-hmm. It depends on the, you know, the the stagnant of your trauma. You know, if you've been, some people, it takes a little longer to heal. Some people are getting over their process, you know, quicker. For me, it was more of a spiritual journey. For me, it yeah. was more of, you know, meditation, deep breaths, you know, going within myself. Like right. I said, talking with my husband, even though not therapy, but... Right. Being able to talk with someone, you know, being honest with someone about what's happened to you, you know, that was my form of therapy, you know, being open about the truth, being able to express my feelings and, and, and getting that, you know, questions answered. Questions asked, you know. Okay, so how are you feeling? You know, right. though that that for me is what helped me. And reading a lot of books, you know, yeah. uh, working working in the mental health field already, it's just it, for me it helps me with that that human human development. So it's just right. I'm always reading. I'm always in that environment for myself. Right. So it was different. I didn't necessarily go to therapy, but mm-hmm. I am in therapy. Every day, right. if you say that. Yeah, yeah.
0: and I love, it. I love the fact that you brought nope. up the, the... Oh, you're good, girl. You're good. I, I <laughs> love the fact that you brought up um, that therapy isn't the end-all be-all, right? Like, that's not always the journey to healing. You know yeah. I'm was- Um, and for some people it works and that's great. You know what
1: I'm saying? Like, right. It depends on the level of your, you know, your trauma. So some people need it, you know, and some people feel like, you know what I can actually, you know, self journal, I can actually, Mm -hmm. you know, self heal and I can actually get over my issues on my own or with a little bit of help, but it depends on, you know, what you feel is needed for your journey.
0: Right. And that's the thing, and that, I think that's what it is. It's like, oh my gosh, like I'm feeling like this conversation's going in the direction I want, but also is, there's adding more because it's like, we're constantly going back to fact, like finding what works for you. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. real talk, like I did, listen, I tried therapy, it is what it is. Like, I, I'm laughing at myself because I tried it and I was like, oh, I thought that so many people told me that it was so great, it was so great. Like, I, I, I'm not feeling that, right?
1: You know what? My husband spoke to a therapist and his therapist told him, Well, why you ain't listening to your wife? Your wife telling you the same things that I'm telling you. So it's like, <laughs> you know what? I've been telling you, baby. So right. sometimes we are the ones all we need to do is ask ourselves those right questions, you know, right. and talk to each other. So, like you said, maybe certain journeys aren't for you, but then maybe you can find the one that is right. and go with that route. So, yeah. Yes. I, I definitely feel you on that. Sometimes people go that route, and then they feel like, you know what? I really didn't need to do that because my husband he did speak to oh. um, a therapist before, right. so I definitely got that perspective on his end. Right. Like,
0: I told you, <laughs> you right. no, but it's so true. It's crazy <laughs> because, like, what this? What I was telling you about before the the meditations that I was doing that helped me so much more. Then I could ever, I, I can't even, I can't Dreaming, even explain. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was so life-changing. It was amazing. So all that to say, y'all, figure out what works for you. You know, yeah. like, seriously. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that's
1: the thing. Figuring out what works for you, which route. And that's what I do. I put like different tips on my website mm-hmm. because like I said, some people may need, you know, the professional therapist route. Some people may need, you know, physical. Some people may need mental. It just depends on what do you need. Right. And then start researching, right. researching and then start taking those steps.
0: Yeah.
1: We have to start taking the steps. Mm-hmm. Like they say, a wish, a dream, a dream, a goal without a wish, a goal without a plan is just a wish. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So yeah. we have to take those steps to get that plan initiated.
0: Yes, for sure.
1: And we're just is- wishing it's on a star. Okay, <laughs> that part,
0: right? <laughs> so I'm going segue. In terms of like, so your books, I am like so interested in talking about these books because okay. so the first book you wrote was uh, Damage... A a
1: road to recovery. Yes that was my road to recovery. That was my trauma healing book. That was getting over all the, you know, the, again, the mental health, the depression, the sadness. And that was my first book about healing from those, you know, sexual assault, sexual experiences that a lot of people go through and that we don't talk about. Mm -hmm. And that, you know, that is resonating a lot within our community and It's affecting our parents. It's affecting the kids. And, you know, I'm just here as an inspiration because we, a lot of us have been through things and a lot of us are not healing from those things and it's still affecting us in our adulthood and we don't even realize it.
0: Right. And it's crazy because we were just talking about that yesterday about the fact that I, I think, I, I think I was sharing this with you that I did not realize that my sexual traumas from my childhood affected my adult experience, right? Yeah. Down yeah. The relationships, be raising my child, and even at one point, I, I became a nanny, right? At one point, and the idea of me being responsible for a child, the anxiety that would flood my body because I was like, I don't want anyone to think that I'm going to do what these adults did to me. As me. A child. Yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: And you get that fear and you try. And, and, and then
1: sometimes when what when, when we don't realize is we, when we haven't healed or when we haven't addressed that fear, Mm -hmm. We can pass that on to those kids. We can install that in those kids. And, you know, and and life is not about building fear into them. It's about building love into pouring that love into them. When we're pouring fear into them, then that's when we aren't healing. That's when we aren't helping them. We're just hurting them more than we know. And instead, we can be pouring that love. We can be pouring that understanding. We can be pouring that guidance into them. But if we don't have that for ourselves, And that's what a lot of parents, you know, unfortunately, you know, they get lost into that dark path on parenting and, you know, relationships. And that's why my second book was Damage. Are you wondering why you can't keep a man? (laughs) Because we get lost, we get lost. And, you know, instead of self-awareness, self-reflection, trying Mm -hmm. to see how can I get better so that I can be the best person. Right. That's what it's about.
0: And listen, we can't stop just at that with that book, because there's so (laughs) many things to unpack, because it's like, I know, and even myself at one point, it was always like, oh, people are so terrible. I'm never going to find anybody, blah, blah, blah. And it was like, no, Alicia, what are you bringing to the table as well? It's not just that other person. Like, you are responsible in this situation, too. Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, putting out that, putting out what we want to receive in return. I'm big on manifestation. I was talking to a yeah. friend who, like, I can't believe you wrote that book. You finished that book. You were talking about it all while we were in training at the job. And it was like, you know what? Once I say, I wanted something done. Mm -hmm. I want to continue to speak life into that. You know, and I'm a big on can't, big, you know, positive self talk is real big in the house. Even have the kids gotten worksheets on positive self talk because it is important. Because once we train our mind, you know, and to put an understanding that we can manifest anything that we want. You know, so when we put that energy out there, the positivity on what I want, on how can I get it, which ways can I achieve it, then it starts to flow to you. But when you say I can't, then you, you know, you you prevent yourself to making that next step towards how can I, you know, so, oh, I can't find love. No one can be trusted. They won't be trusted because you won't allow them. You can't find love because you're not allowing yourself to open up any chances of love coming to you, you know? So you think you can't, so now you're blocking it off. It won't come to you. But once you say, okay, how can I? You're opening up those channels for you to receive it. So that's what it's about, you know, being positive and certain that positive self-talk, recognizing those triggers, recognizing that, that negative thoughts and trying to transfer those patterns to positivity because that's what it's all about.
0: And that's so true. And I I live in that same type of like mantra and mindset because for me to just constantly say this is not going to happen, that can't happen, you know, it won't. It Mm -hmm. won't. And Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people have never thought of it that way. Like, oh, I'm actually creating this. Like by saying I can't. By saying that, and it, it's hard to digest that because it's like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm responsible. Wow, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it is. It's like, oh my god, like I'm actually out here putting all this gloom and doom on my life. People, you, because they're so easily to say, like I said before, oh, it's them. It's, it can't be me,
1: right? We're quick to judge others, but we're we're not so reluctant to self reflect and right. look into words and say, dang, what is it that I'm doing, or what is it right. that I'm not doing? Because a lot of time is that what I'm not doing questions that you should be asking as well.
0: Right. And so in the book, are there like tips on how people can start changing their mindset? Like, what does that look like for those who are like in that mindset? Like, girl, he ain't no good. This is he's trash. I'll never find anybody. (laughs) Like, you know what I'm saying? (laughs) I've heard it. (laughs) You know what? I do. I actually I have questions in the book. I have
1: tips. I even have pages where you can write things down, write your thoughts down. So there's a lot of it's not just telling you. It's actually allowing you to self-reflect and helping you get there so you can understand, Okay, what is it that I need to do so that I can change? You know, am I self-sabotaging my relationships? Because a lot of times we self-sabotage ourselves. And you know, am I playing the blame game? Am I being a big thumb? Because sometimes we create situations, and then we don't actually assess the part that we've played in those situations. So a lot of that is about you know self reflecting, and questions and tips are provided in the book for you to just say, you know what? Okay, she's giving me this now. Now I have this that I can work from. Now I have these questions that I can ask myself or these questions yeah. that I can go on. Because it's always those questions mm-hmm. that's going to drive us to the answers that we want.
0: Right. And I love that. I love books like that because it'll really, uh, instead of you just reading it and just going off, it, you have the time to pause, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's self-reflection. That's what my yeah. first chapter is, self-reflection. Mm. Because before we get
1: into why you can't people, man, we need to understand who you are as a woman. Yeah.
0: Yes, yeah <laughs> and, I, you know, and I, the reason why I'm like giving the snaps on that because it's like, yeah. I don't think a lot of people take the time to even know who they are. who are you? who are yeah. you? And it's like when you start really thinking about this, like, oh shit, who am i i I, I don't even know.
1: And it's not just your body count, because that's another chapter. It's not just your body count. You know, Mm -hmm. it's not just about what you bring to the table, you know, other than between your legs. You know, (laughs) a lot of women (laughs) these days, that's all it is about. (laughs) So it's a lot of self-reflection mentally. And it's just about helping people again. Healing is about understanding who I am, understanding what do I need to do to be the best person that I want to be. Right. And that's and that's all my books are about. Just trying to have some enlightening mm-hmm. and awareness about the different situation, relationship problems, mm-hmm. childhood traumas, mental yeah. health issues, and a lot of stuff that you know people are going through that they you know disregard or act like isn't happening, or you know try to wear it with badges like I'm strong, but sometimes we're hurting and we need help.
0: Yes. Yes. And I yeah. have to go back to this body count thing because, <laughs> no, because it's so, like, that is like one of the most, at least for me, because I am a person who was sexually abused, I thought, and this is, I mean, real talk. I thought
1: don't get that me. was the way. Promiscuity.
0: Yes. I thought that was the way to keep somebody.
1: I even talk about that in my first book, in the chapter, Adultification, because as a young girl, as a young girl you know we are understanding our bodies we don't have that guidance for for yeah. someone to come in and help us and we're out here maybe we're, we're with the wrong partners we're with too many partners mm-hmm. we're with older people we're with the right. wrong people and so that is very important and understanding sometimes we just were not even realizing that we just were damaged and we just was using sex Right. You know, as a way to, to move on as a way to get what we want, when really we need to understand that, you know, those energies are tied to us. You right. know, sometimes that the, the being with the, the wrong person and then you're trying to move on and you can't move on because right. you've been with the wrong person. And y'all are so tied. Things like souls tied. I mentioned that in my book as well, because being with too many partners and having those different energies with you, that's when you also could need a cleanse. You know, you've been yeah. with too many men and they've been negative and they've been the right. wrong type of men and now you're trying to get better, but you're still holding on to all that, that past energy, that past, see right. that past, right. you know, negativity, right. I do yanni steams, you know, to cleanse, yes. Yeah. Yes. cleanse the womb, yes. cleanse the body, cleanse mentally, yeah. Yes. so. And, and there's just a lot going on with us as right. women, you know, who need to understand themselves right. so that they can be, you know, better women right? To, to society, to themselves, to their lovers, to their partners, to their children. Because right. a lot of people get neglected, you know, when we hold on to that trauma.
0: Right. And we were sharing, I was sharing this with you yesterday. And I was also saying like, this is something that I also have experienced as a lesbian woman, like it doesn't just stop at like, like a male-female mm-hmm. relationship. Yeah. These same traumas and these same experiences also help happen in the LGBTQ community. And I think it happens, It's I think it's equal. I think it's just pe- the, per- the personal experience, especially if you've yeah. had trauma mm-hmm. and you're trying to validate yourself, feel worthy, all this type of stuff. And you think by way of being promiscuous, you're gonna keep that person, or because you can put it mm-hmm. down in the bedroom, they're not mm-hmm. gonna leave you. And it's like, mm-hmm. it's not even about that. It's about the fact that you come as a whole person, you're gonna attract another whole person and build a life together, you know?
1: Right, right. right. It's why. Right. And that is the focus of a relationship. Right. But that's what's been lost, you know? That has gotten lost. Right. And that's what I also mentioned too, you know? We've just gotten so side so beyond on what a relationship and building right. a future with a partner is right. about and it's just all about what can this person give me what mm. can i get from this person yeah and you know how can i use this person and and and, and that's all it is nowadays but you can't really keep blaming 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 if right. you are you know part of the problem right. basically so it's about how to keep a man, how can I help myself, how can I be the best person that I want to be, you know, yes. and and it's just all about healing. It's all right. about healing, and right. that's it, Right, being the best person.
0: Yes, so <laughs> let's get healed. So this program that you started, that came oh, yeah. <laughs> obviously after all of this, like with the books and all that, and... How has that been for you as a person that has been on this healing journey? Like, has that caused you to heal even more? You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, some people say when you're a teacher or you're whatever, you find that you're learning more and you're becoming more empowered. Has your program allowed you to heal even more so? You know what I'm saying?
1: Even more so because healing is not just a one-time thing. You know, yeah. it's a consistent thing. One day I may feel better. One man may feel good. And then the next day I'm feeling overwhelmed. Maybe the kids, maybe work, everything has me, you know, uh-huh. a little stressed out. So you have those up and down days. It's about understanding those downtimes, understanding how to get yourself back up because not all the time we're going to have somebody to build us back up. We got to understand it comes internally and that's the journey that I can be able to pick myself up. I can be able to lift myself up again and Mm -hmm. I can keep myself going. So throughout my process, it's keeping myself inspired as well because it's like, okay, the more I learn, Uh the more I grow, the more I get encouraged to, to... empowered and yeah so it's just it's just an ongoing thing nobody healing journey is the same no nobody is you know um you know the same course so for me it's just uh, it's ongoing it's ongoing you never like they say you never stop learning you're never gonna stop hearing right you know it's just something that i'm constantly doing daily Right. With the kids, you know, you have to hear, you know, yes. parenting can keep you stressed. Yes. Um, your daily chores around the home because I'm a housewife. I work from home. Right. and So everything is at the house. So I got to keep myself mentally clear, you know, because a lot right. of stuff can be overwhelming. So, yeah, it's very helpful for me and right. keeping me positive, keeping me uplifted. because y'all not going to stress me out. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Yeah, is I, not going to have any stress. Mm-mm. Right. And we'll do it to you. So, right. Listen, yeah. <laughs> I
0: hear you. And I love the fact that you are homeschooling your kids. Like so how long have you been homeschooling your kids?
1: So that shoe, my daughter is not, and she's never been in daycare. She's never been in school. Wow. Yeah, that's my little queen. Now she be reading wow. to everybody. Everybody come to her for everything. She's, and my son, he's building programs. He builds, he does coding. Wow. He, yeah, yes. He built games that kids play. And he was tested for genius. He was in school for one year, but I didn't like those restrictions. I'm right. trying to pick my kid up when I want to pick my kids up. Right. It was too many restrictions on the school. So I right. allowed him to go because he was the firstborn. And I right. felt like, okay, let's get you that exposure. But I've been right. homeschooling my kids now for shoot, seven, eight years. Wow. And yeah, and we love it. We love yeah. it because there's so many resources for you. A lot of people feel like, mm-hmm. and the same thing with healing mental health there's resources for us but like as a child and you're traumatized you don't know about these resources we can't go to our parents the schools doesn't have them you know we didn't have all this google and internet that we can get online and stuff like that so we're just walking around traumatized walking around with our parents walking around with our friends getting into things that we shouldn't be getting into and you know so me for me it's just it all ties into (laughs) Just trying to just get everything in line together. And it's all about alignment with me. So, right. yeah, just homeschooling these kids, being home with them and right. just working with my business, working with my platform, designating my own time because I have right. to have time for my writing. Exactly. I have to have time for this. So, yeah, it's just be organized and just stand with the program with right. <laughs> all that I got going on. <laughs> so, I mean,
0: you have a lot going on. So I'm trying to imagine all the things that you're doing and homeschooling. What? Three kids. Well, the baby, he's three. So he's not at that stage where I
1: have to really, right. you know, his ABCs, he's counting. I do a little flashcard, but he's not at the sit down at the desk. Do your work stage. Right, right. So I'm not really focused on him. The other two and yeah. the rate that they're at the stage they're at that we can be more hands on. I create right. my curriculums. I give them their workbooks. So it's a lot of hands on, but they are a lot of independence as well. Got to teach right. them independence. Uh, yes, so that's a lot. Mm-hmm.
0: Oh, I love that.
1: So they help me out a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: it's like wow like even because I've been like during the pandemic and how they were like lord these kids me trying to and I'm like wow you were already in the groove it wasn't even a thing yeah you're not gonna stress me out like I said
1: Right, right. So yes, it, and then with the pandemic um, I heard that a lot But I was already in the groove And right. so with me, like I said Gotta be organized Have right. your times designated I allow them their time with the computer Then I allow them their time with creativity Then I tell them to go outside And right. then we have an outhouse So I get, to get out of my house, go off to your space You right. know, have different spaces right. Separation, because I find When the kids are together, it's more chaotic Separate yeah. Separate. Give right. me a break, y'all. Give yourselves a break. We all need some me time. Right. Exactly. me time in the house is important. <laughs> right. So that's good. You know, you just had to have things structured. Structuring right. is important for any home. Right. You know, any parenting stru- needs structure, you know, any home needs structure. So for me, right. parenting, I have my little to-do lists on the refrigerator, things right. like that. I have my do not disturb on the door so I can have my time. So right. you know, having things structured out is very important. So it okay. helps me a lot.
0: First of all, this is amazing because like this is actually a- setting your kids up for success in terms of understanding boundaries
1: boundaries are important i even talk about that in my book because we don't understand how to say no when we don't set boundaries sometimes we don't want to really do things but we're feeling pretty pressured and we haven't established that look there's a limit Mm -hmm. i'm only going to do certain things and then i'm gonna say no Right. So I'm going to need my space as well. And yeah, having that established at a young age. And for me, I love it because realizing what my parents didn't do for me and what hurt me can help my myself and can help my kids. That can help the next generation. Right. So that's right. what my purpose is, is to right. pick up what they didn't do, pick up right. what they left off. All right. the things that I felt like the areas that I was hurt. I'm targeting those areas so that they can be helped and right. that they don't lack in the same areas that I lacked in as a yeah. child.
0: I love that. And you know, it's crazy because as you're saying that, I mean, I, I didn't grow up with boundaries myself. Let's be serious. Like, I, I and it shows. Who did it? It,
1: oh, right. Okay, okay. I was doing, you were doing anything for yeah. anybody, and yeah. they'll ask you to do stuff, and you may not want I tell my kids right now do not do anything that you don't want to do. Right. And as a kid, we don't understand that peer pressure mm-hmm. is strong. Yeah. Peer pressure in general is strong. Right. You know, you're around a group of people, you're around and they're doing certain things and you feel reluctant to do it because, you know, you want to fit in. Whatever the case may be, we need to have those boundaries to say, no, I have a limit.
0: Right. right. And I'm
1: not going to do that. Right, you know, so that's important to start with these kids because as a child I didn't have that, so I was doing things that I shouldn't have been doing mm-hmm. because I wasn't taught to say right. no, right. set boundaries, don't do this, don't feel pressured if other people are doing these things. Yes. You know, so that's what I want to expose to my kids and give them the truth, the honesty. Right, you know? so we got to set boundaries, yeah. we got to set limits, and let people know it's okay to say no. Yes. It's okay to say no, because sometimes we feel like, man, I don't want to hurt this person feeling all. or, oh man, I don't want to lose this person or, mm. oh, what if they don't like me anymore? It's okay. Yeah, it's okay to say no. Yeah, because at the end of the day, I still have myself that I have to protect.
0: Yeah, that is. So, oh gosh, that that right there is gold. To, to, at least for me, <laughs> i <Like, I'm> serious, <laughs> because I've always been that person overextending myself, doing this, just doing the most for no reason. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean yeah, I'm, at the time, I think reason. Because I'm like, oh, yeah. God, I'm helping. I'm yeah. my people helpful. Yeah. Like, meanwhile, I'm like depleting. You're draining yourself. Yes. Mm-hmm. Completely depleted. Mm-hmm. All of the things that I need to do with, for myself, completely out of whack. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's so true. And I love it. Because even with my daughter, like she is, there's a song by this woman. Do You know who Brandy Carlisle is? no okay she's like that like a she's an americana like country kind of like folk singer anyway she's a song is called letter to the past and her song she's basically saying that what she sees in her daughter is what she wished she could have had as a child but she's instilling that in her daughter right so mm-hmm. her child is her letter to her inner child like this is what i am giving myself now by seeing my child be this amazing yes yes, yes. And yes. my daughter she yep. is a queen of discernment. She's like, yep, yeah, not doing that. Or like one day yeah. she said it was hilarious. Yeah. She was like, so my social battery is low and I'm not hanging out with these people. They wanted to go some of her friends want to do something. Look at that. It's like social battery. Like, what are we even talking about? But she is that person. <laughs> yes no, problem, man, no. No problem. I
1: love it. I love it. Install it in them young. Yes. yes. She's going to be all right. She's going to be all right out here because you know what? A lot of people saying yes to the wrong things. Yeah. <laughs> so true. She said, I got to save my energy, honey. Yeah, Energy is important. Protecting your peace is important. Protecting our energy, protecting mm-hmm. our peace. And that's about those boundaries. When I feel like, you know what? This is not for me. Everything right. is not for everyone. Right. Remember that. So, exactly. you know, you got to know this is not for me. I'm going to step
0: back. Right. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. I love mm, that. She, she got it already.
0: <laughs> exactly. And I was like, Lord, she is literally my letter to my 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 inner to my past, just saying, wow, look at look at what actually I mean. Yes. And what yeah. and what and I can't even I can't wait to see what else is in store for this amazing person. Cause like it's like I know. Wow. You know I know.
1: Those girls. You know what? what? Each, each one of them they they did just provide their own little sprinkle in each way. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, love it's
0: so, true. It's so <laughs> true. Oh my gosh, I love it. So I know you were saying you are you're working on like another book, right?
1: Oh yeah, that's my. That's just my short story. It's not a healing book, though.
0: Right. But I was <laughs> I'm interested in it because it was like you were telling me that like. Is it Audible that has this whole other, or is it
1: Amazon? Yeah, yeah, it's Audible. a short story. It is. It's Audible on Amazon, right? Uh, Audible Amazon. is Amazon. Audible right. is Amazon, I believe. Right. So yeah, it's Amazon.
0: And so they have like a whole other section where people have short stories, right?
1: Correct. It's called Kindle Villa. I'm going to send you the information when we yes. get done. And yeah, I think it's different though. You like tokens. It's not like a full story. You do like segments. So if you like the oh. author's segmented story, then you can continue to read into the full story. So it's it's, it's each segment. Like they uh-huh. don't give you a whole book. They give you chapters. Wow. Per chapter. Yeah. So it's like cha- breaking the chapters up. And if you like the chapters, then the person to continue on and finish you know finish the whole story maybe for you. But yeah. That's it's different.
0: Because, that is so cool because it's like, like I was saying before. I know, like I've been interested in possibly like writing, but I think it'd be interesting for other people too just to just know, oh, this is available because oh yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: Interesting. If you like, want to start,
0: yeah,
1: Endo Villa, yeah,
0: that is so cool.
1: Yeah, that is a great way to start because I think they don't let you do published work. So it can't be mm-hmm. something that you've already published too, which mm-hmm. I didn't know that. But right. yeah, if you want to start and start right. off just, you know, you want to throw a chapter, two, three chapters. And it is word count, so right. it has a max word limit. I mean maybe six thousand words. But yeah. Try it out. Check it out. If you are interested yeah. in writing short stories, check out Kindle Villa. They allow you to put short stories on their platform, and uh-huh. you can get paid as well. You can get oh, paid. Wow. Yeah, yeah, you get paid if the people purchase your short stories. You can get paid. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, that's a really cool resource to me because I was just like, I know a lot of people who like want like to, like read short stories or something just really quick just to read and just you know right. Yep. Yeah. But then also yeah. you want to pursue like writing. It's like, where do I even start with this mess? This is a, real, a really cool way to kind <laughs> of start it. Start by starting the book. <laughs> right. Start yeah. writing. That's the first thing. Right. But I, I have to say, though, I was really impressed with what you said earlier. This was before we, started hit, we hit record. About the fact that you, you actually started actually uh, recording yourself. Oh, yes. That's how
1: I started my first book because it was a lot of emotions went into that. And so it was just Mm -hmm. me talking. It was just me talking. And so, you know, how we have those talk to texts. Yes. I felt like a, I felt like those old authors. You know how they sit there with the tape recorder, so I sit there <laughs> and I just be talking and talking and talking. Right. And then once I transferred that to my Word Excel, I mean my mm-hmm. Word document, I realized like, I had over like five thousand words. Right. And so once I did that, I realized you know what? I got a story to tell, and I just kept yeah. going with that. And that was how I wrote my first book through the Talk to Text app. Yeah. And then the second book, I actually typed that word out. I typed right. those out. Right. So, and it depends on how much you want to write. Cause a lot of books nowadays are like 70,000 words, 80,000 right. words, mine are like 20, 30,000 words. So right. yeah, I'll type that one out. I'm kind of proud of myself for that though. Typing yes. that 30,000 words. Yeah, I did that. <laughs> That's amazing. That is, yeah. Um, so I'm trying to go from that next book, have more word count. But, yeah, if you want to start, you sure can talk to text. You try right. that app, and then you can transfer it to your computer. If you have Word Excel, you got to have, like, a Word a platform. Uh-huh. Okay. Word. And then you can transfer it there.
0: That is amazing. Mm-hmm. That is amazing. Yeah. I mean, you know.
1: Huh? When they say you want something done, you just got to start. You just got to right. do it because sometimes we just sit there and say, "I want to do something. I want to do it." And the right. next thing you know, a whole year and went by, and you're still talking about what you want to do. You know what? Right. Start it. Right. And for me, it was just taking that leap of just starting to talk. Right. Then they say, you know, I realized that I had something. But writing is my passion. I, right. I was always been a writer. My grandmother right. she writes poems. Oh, I've been writing books. Yeah, I've been writing books for a long time since right. I can remember. It's it's been a passion for me. But you know, life's finest way of getting us away from what we love, you know, right. with with getting busy, yes. and and I think you know what COVID gave me that time yes. to you know sit down, get my thoughts out, mm-hmm. and then to really start down that that journey of writing
0: again. So there was something I wanted to ask you before, and I, I it just now hit me. What when you you said what I love it. I when you actually started your healing journey and writing that first book about healing from sexual trauma and just trauma in general, did you have any pushback from like family or friends or people being concerned about you your know what? Story Out there,
1: recently I did a um, speaking event mm-hmm. about writing my author's memoir, and that was the question that they asked, mm. and you know what. The discernment really, we got to be honest. It happened. Yeah. Why are y'all mad? Mm. If it happened and we're being honest, nobody can be mad. Yeah. You don't understand when there's lies being told, then I think that's what a discernment within the family or when people don't really want to expose the truth, Right. you know, but if everybody is acknowledging that this did happen and that that's your story to tell, then what, pro- what, what, how can I be mad?
0: Right.
1: Nobody read my book in my family. Mm. Ain't nobody looking at my book, but wow. you know, it is what it is. And it's right. my truth. I right. did have my grandmother ask me, you know, because it did hit close. So close to home, you know, like right. is this, your story, are you talking from your experience? So people are going to question, you know, right. when you peek on certain things, people are going to question you, but as long as you're telling your truth and you're living in your truth, then you have nothing, no problems. And, right. you know, right. and there's no shame. Right. There's no guilt. There's, right. there's, you can't hold me to this, these words because they're the truth. Yeah. And the truth shall set you free. So,
0: <laughs>
1: oh my gosh. So, no, for me, it was just like, you know, everybody knows what's going on. And right. if you want to keep it swept under the rug, that's okay on your end. But right. for me, this is my light. And that's why I have the light on the book. I love
0: that. Yes. You
1: see, baby, this is my light. This is my road to recovery. Yeah. And so it's not about what anybody else can say as long as I'm speaking the truth.
0: Right. And
1: so if you're my family and if you love me and if you want me to heal, then you're going to understand that, okay, she needed to do this.
0: Right. And
1: if you want to know the truth, okay, I'll read it. Right. And if you don't, then I'll just stay away from it. Mm. But, you know, but... There's no backlash really on my end, you know, because it's, it's, it's what happened. Right. And everybody knows that, you know, sometimes things in in the family get swept under the rug and that you're going to have that one family member. That's going to be like, "Uh ah, this happened. And I guess I'm that family. (laughs) 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 I'm sounding the alarm. Okay. This is not going to continue to happen because what we don't realize is what we say, breaking those generational curses is yeah. if we don't acknowledge it in this generation, who's to say that it won't happen in the next generation? Right. Because what if they happened in the generation before us? Right. You know, and then it happened in our generation. Yeah. And if we don't acknowledge it, it's going to continue. So we right. have to make acknowledgement of what's happened, what's right. been happening so that we can put a stop to it. Right. You know, we can't keep sweeping things like this under the rug, allowing certain people in power to continue to hurt other people because, right. you know, they're being protected because right. certain people don't want to speak out against them. We have to be honest and we have to tell the truth about what is happening in those households, within the schools, within the church, wh- whatever is happening. We need right. to be honest so that those people who have been victimized can get the help that they need.
0: Right, right. Thank you. Like, literally, I'm just like, oh, thank you so much. <laughs> no, seriously, because I just feel like growing up, we all knew. You know what yeah, I mean? But- and it was just kind of like, no one really wanted to say anything.
1: No, or no one really wanted someone, to say anything.
0: No, yeah. Or it would be like this thing of like, someone was like, oh, why don't y'all, want y'all kids come in here? And you knew, as a kid, you knew what it was, but no one wanted to just call it out for what it is. Right. Mm,
1: yes. Yes. And I'm so happy with the children that I'm raising because yeah. these generations, like you said with your daughter, I feel like they're going to speak up. Yeah. I'm going to sp- speak up. You're not going to touch me. You're not going to hurt me. I'm not going to allow anything to happen. And I feel like when we weren't having those conversations, that's why nobody was speaking up. Yeah. We're scared. You know, nobody's talking about this person that shouldn't be touching you. Is it okay? Right. You know, should they be around us? Should we not? You know, so having those conversations with our children are very important because we can make sure that that stuff doesn't happen again. So, yeah, 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 very, very true. So um, just speaking up, starting, starting, sparking those conversations. That's why release those burdens and, you know, and have those conversations is very important.
0: It's so important. And I I guess, Well, I guess I was wondering, like, with those types of conversations, like someone who's never had it but wants to do it, what would that look like for that person to start having maybe with their child or whatever? Like, how would I start this? Like, how can I say, you know, has this happened to you or, you know what I'm saying? Like, because I think some people are afraid to even, not even afraid, but just don't even know how to start that conversation, you know?
1: And, and, this, and this and this is, you know, a scary conversation, but it's an important conversation right. because to be, to be honest, with the society that we live in, the kids are getting exposed to a lot. The right. music with the programming. So we can't necessarily be scared to ask them certain things because I'm right. sure they already heard it. So right. what we have to do as parents is just prepare on ourselves on how we're gonna ask certain things right. and understand right. what we're gonna ask. And right. if we need to, if you need to write it down, write it down right. and, and just come in with me and my, my daughter do journals. We, we, we still journalists So like, I'll write her yeah. notes, she'll write me notes. note. So, you know what, but I have on my platform as well, questions that you can ask your kids. Mm. And then we just find that comfortable space, find that comfortable time, right. you know, you guys can get together and then you can just have that conversation. Right. Even if, you know, before school, after school, you know, right. at night. Right. After dinner, it has to be a time that you make with your child to ask those questions, to make sure that they're okay in school, to make sure that they're okay at home or whatever they're being placed at. We have when you pick them up. Did anybody touch you? How was your day? Was you okay? You know, and we we can ask them three questions, ask them two and then slide that one in. You know what I'm saying? How was your day? Did you have fun? Ain't nobody mess with you. Did you? You know what I'm saying? We can, we can, we can find a way to right. slide those questions in. Right. But we have to why are you asking me that? Because, babe, now, you know, and then and then that's when you can have those conversations because these are some things that we need to start talking about. You know, right. those are certain things that you have to be aware of. You know, right. things are happening to young girls, young boys, and you want them to be aware of, you want right. them to be acknowledging their surroundings is wanted to be acknowledging the peers that they're hanging around. So right. we have to ask those questions. We have to initiate those types of talks right. with kids. Right. So it may seem scary, but put on a movie. And if okay. the movie adds a certain questions, then you slot Did anybody have, you know, did you ever experience, right. you know, right. if it's an age appropriate movie for your child, right. put on a movie. And then you guys have that. I, watch my kids watch videos. There's this thing where um, the guy is is setting up the kids, and right. he's acting like he's on um, a chat room with another child, but he's mm-hmm. an adult. And he allows the parents to see and the parents are like, oh, my kid would never, you know, get into that person car and the kids get in the car and then they bring them back to the home. So there's videos out there that you can show the kids. Has this ever happened to you? Are you ever talking to somebody? You know, what do you You know? Your daughter is at that age. You know, or are you who are you on the line with? Or, you know, yeah. who are you chatting with on social media? You yeah. know, we got to we, we got to be involved in our kids life because a lot of times we're so scared that we don't want to get involved. Right. We're so scared that we don't want to ask those questions on right. all the while things are happening to them. They're yep. doing things that we're unaware of and that we're not acknowledging because, Hey, you know what? Uh, she's all right. She's all right. We're thinking that she's okay. We're thinking that they're okay, but we don't know. And so mm-hmm. as a parent, we have to ask those questions because, you know, I had a situation and, and for them, they said the person never asks. The person never asked. And it's like, man, all they needed was for the the you know the parent to ask, were they okay? For their sister to ask, were right. they okay? And so all people need sometimes is for someone to acknowledge that they're hurting and yeah. ask them, are they okay? Yeah. So mm. it's gonna take those questions, it's right. gonna take those steps, you know, and right. simply just
0: starting, simply right. starting. Right. And that's that's true. That's And that's the thing. It's like, and even sometimes if it's a thing of like, you know, you're like you could just be vulnerable with your kids. Like, look, I don't even know how to approach this, but here, here goes. They're like, I just need to know X, Y, and Z. Like, yeah, you, know? you know what? You know, exactly. Exactly. Right. You know,
1: to, to, did, did you see this? You know, this happened to me. I, I'm honest with my kids because right. they're so nosy. My daughter read my book. Like I told you, she is... <laughs> You think these kids can't read But she be reading some stuff
0: (laughs) So you gotta
1: tell them some stuff You know, just like with financial literacy With money Right. We didn't talk about money in those households So that's why a lot of people poor A lot of people don't mismanage money Don't know how to handle things Because we don't have those conversations in the home Right. And those no conversations in home starts first. And that's right. where the healing begins. When you right. start asking those questions, right. when you can start being truthful with yourself, because sometimes we're not truthful with ourselves. That's why we don't even want to speak on it. Mm. We don't even want to talk about it. Yes. We don't even want to, you know, have that relationship with our children or a better relationship with our partner, with our right. family, because, I don't even want to come to terms with what's going on. I don't even want to ask those questions, but that's where healing begins. So once you can heal, then you can start having those conversations. Then you can start asking those questions and and making those better connections and relationships with the people that you love and want.
0: Yeah, that didn't even occur to me. Like, like it just kind of like clicked what you just said. Like a lot of times, our um, like avoiding. Uh or I could just avoidance in terms of like talking to certain people in our family or whatever, is because we don't want to address what's really going on with ourselves, yeah. Going back to what's inside of us, Jesus, like it's just like all like wow, like that's so true.
1: Yeah, yeah. So once we can deal with that, then we can face them. Yeah, not necessarily like face you like I need to bring up the issues. It's just like I can face you because you're not gonna trigger me. You're not right. gonna cause no emotional disruption within my peace, you yeah. know. And, and and I can and I can be around you, or I can be around a facility. For me, it was going to a certain area in my childhood, you know, um, like an apartments that was stayed in where I was abused at. So it's like now I can drive past that. and I don't, that don't phase wow. me. But, but wow. before, you know, just you know, hearing a certain person's name, um, oh, I'm, I'm getting traumatized. I'm having wow. to shake. I don't. I'm. I'm. I'm I i am i do not even want to hear it. I'm crying. Yeah. It's bringing me it back to those memories. Now you know you can get yourself in that place. Right. Well, you know what? I'm at peace with it. Yeah. You know I even have a book, a quote in my book. What did it say? You may not control all the events that happen to you, but you can decide not to be reduced by them. It was by Maya Angelos. Yes. Yes. You cannot be reduced by them because that's all we are. Reduced to the fear, reduced to the sadness, reduced to the trauma, reduced to being over promiscuous, reduced to whatever it is. But you know what? That's not who I am. Mm -hmm. That's who I was. That's who you knew I am, who I was, but now I'm this new person. Now now I'm something else. I am transformed, transcended, I'm elevated. And that's why I felt, you know, elevation, transcendence, those were my steps to healing for me. Mm. Once I got out of that limbo, uh, that's been in that dark place for me, it was being stuck in limbo once you get out of that and then you can, you know, start healing, you can start receiving the love. Cause like you said, once you block yourself off, then you can't receive that love. Yes. You know, now I can receive the love and I can give the love, you know, I'm yes. here, I can give ah. it, I can receive it. So, I... you know, we gotta start, we have to start putting in that work and it's daily, it's daily yes. and, and it's not just a one-time thing, it's ongoing, it's a process. Right. You, it's a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle that part. I'm outside walking, I'm getting stressed in the house, I'm going on a break because I live a bunch of trees, nature. So I love I'm outside, I'm grounding, no shoes, got your feet in the grass, I'm sitting up under the trees, I'm meditating outside, I'm doing my yoga, I'm working out, I'm exercising. So I have my form of not allowing this to overwhelm. Mm -hmm not allowing this to define me right i have my work i have my passion find a purpose yeah. volunteer give back there's things that we can do to help us on our mission mm-hmm. you know and to help us get healed and to be in a better state than we once were when we were in that dark place that right. sad place you know that the traumatized place because it can keep us even in adulthood even though it happened in your childhood, it. it it rubs off in adulthood. Yeah. It rubs off in every aspect. Yeah. Your job, you know, you can't even stay focused on your, at your job, you know, or you're easily irritated at your job, you know, anything. It, yeah. it can affect both areas, all areas of our life, you know, so.
0: I, I literally... I was just sitting here like waving my hand like I was in church or something like this. <laughs> like, this I was like, yes, yes. Like I'm joking because it's so inspiring. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so, and I have to segue into, so if somebody wants to actually be a part of your program, Let's Get Healed, how, Like, what does that look like in terms of someone coming into this coaching program?
1: you can go on my website you can get information on my platform but it's all about setting up time to understand your needs in order for us to hear we got to understand what is it that you want to achieve? What right. is it that you're hurting from? Or what issues are, is it that you're trying to overcome? So right. that way we can set up some type of a plan and right. we can set up some type of goal. Because we have to have a goal. We yeah. have to have an action plan that can help you on your journey. So that's what right. I'm here for. I'm here to help you on your journey and create that action plan. I'm here to help you ask those questions that can help you get better. Here to help you to establish those questions that can, that can help you, you know, while you're progressing, right. and and it's basically just being a partner and being a support system, because a lot of time we don't have a support system. So I'm here to be that support system. I'm here to be that that comfort, that sisterhood, that bridge, right. and you know. And we're here to get healed. Right. And once you get partner up with, let's get healed. You're on that journey for inspiration and better mood, better boost, self-esteem, self-awareness. Yeah. And, you know, it's just all about getting better. Oh, optimal wellness. We, we're yes. trying to achieve optimal wellness, you know, and how can I achieve that? It's like, okay, let's set up a plan for you. And that's what we're going to tackle. Yeah. And it's like creating a plan. Can't have right. a plan, a problem without a plan. Right. <laughs> yes. Whatever problem, there's a solution. Yes. And so what is our problem? And let's come to a solution yes. together.
0: Yes. I love that. Oh, my gosh. This has been amazing. Like, seriously, like, I, I'm not even joking. Been, and I knew it. Like, it's the first time I saw you, I was like, oh my gosh, her energy is everything. Like, I, this has got to happen. It's not,
1: it's thank you. Thank you. You know what? It's just. You got to have that energy. You got to have that flow. You got to have that life if you want to keep going because life will get you down. Life will have you in a dark place. You know, your traumas will have you in a dark place. Stress Mm -hmm. will have you in a dark place, being mentally drained, your job, not being promoted, not being where you want to be. Everything in life can get you down. But you got to be the one to say, you know what? You're not going to keep me down. Okay. I'm going to be elevated. I'm going to come up. I'm going to find a way. And I'm going to heal from this situation. Yes. Look.
0: Yes. I love it. Oh, my gosh.
1: Don't oh, stop. Okay.
0: I no, I don't stop. Listen, That's why I think I, 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 this could just keep going on and on. I know we have things to do. But, but before we go, yeah, let people know where they can find you, like social media, websites. Yeah, take it away.
1: Oh, okay. So you can find me on my website, my platform, wow. let's get healed.com. I'm also on Instagram. Let's get underscore healed. Uh-huh. And you can email me damage book series. Um, I'm on Twitter as well. Let's get healed. So look up, let's get healed on any platform and you'll be finding me. You'll probably see my book, the, the cover. Yes. Let's be healed because we're on our journey. Look, yes. Yes. <laughs> and this is my second book.
0: Yes,
1: Are you wondering why you can't keep a man? And again, right. it's about self-reflection. It's about recognizing what am I doing that's hindering me from finding that man in my dreams. I can't right. keep blaming the man. It can't all be the man. I'm not saying that you're the problem, but what I'm saying is, have some awareness on what the problem is. We have to have an awareness on what the problem is so that way we can uh, tackle it and address it and assess the situation so that way we can get the results that we want. And the results is your man and the results is healing and happiness and that's what we're here to do, get healed. (laughs) I love it,
0: oh my gosh. Like I said, this has been amazing. Thank you so, so much again.
1: Thank you for giving me the opportunity to come on here talk to you about my healing journey and about my books and about my work with Let's Get Healed because it's all about you know helping ourselves, helping each other, helping ourselves so that we can get to that happy place. And you know, and Mm -hmm. and especially as Black people, especially with our in our community, Mm -hmm. you know, African Americans. We don't talk a lot about certain things and yeah. healing is definitely one thing that our people need. We need yeah. some healing. We need some love. We need positive energy. And that's what we need, you know. Yes. And we may not feel like, oh, I can have it or I can get it. Yes, we can. Yes, yes we can. We can achieve it. We deserve it. Yes. So we deserve it. We deserve it. We deserve it. We're tired of struggling. Okay. We try to be strong. We need to be relaxed. Yes. We need to be loved.
0: I heard that. <laughs> I heard that. Oh my gosh. So
1: yes. That's that, that's what it's about.
0: Yes, that's definitely what it's about. And listen, you can come back to, on the podcast anytime. I'm not oh, gonna... just
1: let me know. Let oh, me know. Wow. I'm all about
0: talking. Yes.
1: yes. <laughs> uh,
0: this has been amazing, y'all. I know y'all have been blessed this is thank oh
1: y'all God. for having me thank y'all yes. for having me i really enjoyed this session i really enjoyed this conversation uh-huh. make sure y'all check out my work let's get yes. healed make sure you check out my books it's on amazon uh-huh. damage to recovery and are you wondering why you can't keep them in they're both on amazon if you want to check my books out so.
0: yes and listen i'll share all this in the show notes so. okay oh my gosh thank you so much
1: yes thank you thank you for having me you enjoy the rest of your day stay blessed stay happy and let's get healed let's
0: get healed yes y'all and thank y'all for joining this week's uh, podcast episode on the eating me podcast I can't even talk y'all this was just so this was just everything thank you so much
1: again you're welcome you have a good one talk to you later bye
0: Thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Eating Me podcast. I am so happy that you all keep coming back to listen to these awesome conversations. And so please, if you have not, please subscribe to the podcast. If you haven't rated or reviewed the show, please take the time to rate and review the show. These conversations mean so much to me and I hope they mean that much to you. So definitely continue to rate and review, start rating and reviewing and continue to share or start sharing the podcast with those that you love or those that you're trying to love. (laughs) All right, y'all. I'll see you all on the next episode. I love you. Bye you. Mm-hmm.